incompetent politicians. Our country is broken. We still have a long way to go. Welcome to the podcast. It is a gorgeous day in South Mississippi and here on December the 2nd. It is it is a little chilly, a little cold, but it is beautiful outside. And um, it's, just, it's just an amazing day here in the Deep South. Well, last night we had a great we had a great event honoring Senator McDaniel up in Jones County. Had a great crowd. Uh, brother uh, Jack Fairchild and Gerald Wade uh, did an excellent job. And uh, Senator McDaniel did an excellent job as always, and and uh, just some great questions, some great interaction, and uh, some good food as well. And it was just a wonderful time, wonderful event. I want to talk to you today uh, along these lines uh, for such a time as this. There's a story in the Bible about a queen. Her name was Esther, and Esther was a Jew, and she was living. Uh, she was living in this kingdom that had this underneath this authority of this king who had sent out a degree to on a certain day of the of the of a of a month that every Jew in the kingdom could be killed. This was according to Haman. Well, Esther had an uncle, Mordecai, and he began to he began to have a conversation with Esther and he began to they began to go back and forth and, and Mordecai said this to Esther. Esther, here's what he said basically in a nutshell. Esther, you're the queen. You have access to the king. You can go to the king and you can talk to the king about this awful decree that he has sent out to get this stopped. Esther said to Mordecai, basically, I can't do it. And then Mordecai sent word back to Esther and said, Esther, God has put you here. And here's the phrase that he used for such a time as this. So Esther sends word back to Mordecai and she says to Mordecai, Mordecai, get everybody to pray and fast for three days. And in three days, I'm going to go before the king. And Esther did. There was some major uh, turn of events whenever Esther went in unto the king and she spoke to the king. And the king changed. Uh, he did not change his degree. But what he did say was that on that day that any Jew could be quit, killed, that the Jews were allowed to defend themselves. And I'm thankful Forward of that, I'm thankful that the king put out that degree. I mean, the degree to kill any Jew should have never happened in the first place. You know, it's amazing at what I see what Kanye West is putting out, and it's sickening, and it's absolute a disgrace. Uh, I, I hope, I hope number one that he's not trying to run. I know he's running for president. I hope to God that he's not running as a Republican. And if he is, I wish that. You know, the Republican Party would tell him, absolutely no way are we going to allow you to use our platform, you know, to to um, to put out your propaganda. It's absolutely evil. And for him to even say anything, you know, about Adolf Hitler, you know, being a good man is is absolutely insane. Adolf Hitler was a very wicked, vile, wretched man. And um, he, he could I mean, I hate to say this is going to sound horrible, but it's a fact he couldn't have been killed soon enough 
And just to be honest with you, I mean, just a vile, wicked man. And for anyone, anyone to be um, lavishing praise on such a man is irresponsible. It's ridiculous. It's insane. And it should not be happening. And so, but in a way, it's just, it's just unbelievable, you know, that Kanye West would even be putting out that kind of garbage. But that's just showing, you know, the kind of man that he is. You know, whenever he's trying to praise Adolf Hitler, who's responsible for killing six million innocent Jews. It's unbelievable. And then I saw where President Trump even had dinner with the man. And I know this was after, but President Trump has to be wiser. You can get mad at me all you want to, and you can hate me all you want to, but it's just a fact. President Trump needs to be careful who he's having dinner with. He doesn't need to be having, you know, Kanye West and some of these other clowns come to the Mar-a-Lago to have dinner with him. He needs to be smarter than that. But the fact is that, that, that Mordecai said to Esther, God has put you here for such a time as this. As I look around at our nation, I can't help but hear those words come ringing out for such a time as this, for such a time as this. As I see, you know, these drag queens um, promoting themselves in our school libraries and in our public libraries. And I can't help but think of the of the uh, phrase for such a time as this, as abortion is rapid, uh, running rapid in the nation. I can't help but think, you know, for such a time as this, as marriage has come under assault, you know, by the left, I can't help but think for such a time as this, as inflation is rising, I can't help but think for such a time as this, as our debt is as an over $30 trillion, I can't help but think for such a time as this. Well, when we have a president, you know, in D.C., who is there one day and gone the next, as far as even in his mind and the direction that he's trying to take this country, I can't help but think, for such a time as this, as I see Kamala Harris, you know, as our vice president, I can't help but think for such a time as this, uh, for such a time as this, we as Christians must rise up for such a time as this. We conservatives, we must rise up. We must say no. We must push back to the agenda that is trying to destroy the very foundation that our nation was built upon. We must push back. We must push back against pornographic uh, material being in our school libraries. Uh, Pornographic material will destroy our children. It's going to hurt them as far as their education. It's going to hurt them as far as studying. And plus, it should be in there regardless. Uh, Pornographic material should not be in our school libraries, nor should it be in our public libraries. If you are getting tax tax dollars uh, from, from, from our government as far as the public libraries and as far as our schools, and if you were allowing this pornographic material in your school, you should immediately, immediately the funding uh, from, from our tax dollars should stop. Immediately. Now, I realize that there are adult stores, you know, that are around for, I think, 18 or 21 and up. And listen, if, if there's adult stores and, and it's for the age of 21 up, and if somebody wants to go in there and if some adult wants to go in there and buy, you know, material, uh, that's that's on them. I mean, that, that's that's up to that individual person, you know, to go in and buy whatever material that they want to buy. But as far as giving it access um, to our children. That is insane. That is absolutely ludicrous. And what is even worse is that there are adults and parents, you know, that push for that kind of trash. It's unbelievable. And so whenever I'm reading Esther and I see for such a time as this, I, I, I see it today, you know, in today's world in America for such a time as this. 
America has always been through you know, different stages and different parts in history where we needed men and women, you know, to step up and to say no. I think about George Washington, and I'm thankful that George Washington was willing to stand up for such a time as this whenever it comes to our nation. I think about Benjamin Franklin, uh, who was willing to stand up for such a time as this. Uh, I mean, there are great men and great women throughout the history of our nation that stood that stood in the way of tyranny, that stood in the way of, of, the, of the left's propaganda that said no. I'm thankful for the men and women that are standing today. You know, there are plenty. We have some great men and great women right here in Mississippi and all across this nation that are standing and that are saying no. Parents do have the right to decide for their children. Uh, abortion is wrong and abortion should never happen. I'm thankful for the Supreme Court and the ruling in the Dobbs case, as far as making um, abortion uh, illegal or giving it, giving the rights, you know, back to the state, and the state has the right, you know, to say yes or no. Now, I I would love to see abortion absolutely done away with all across the nation, but I'm at least thankful that the Supreme Court saw the importance of state rights and gave it back to the states and Mississippi. You know, it is illegal to have an abortion, and I'm thankful for that because there were some men and women that stood for such a time as this. Let me make something absolutely clear. The goal for 2023 should be to elect strong men and women who will stand for what we believe in as conservatives. That should be our number one goal in 2023. That is to elect strong men and women who are conservatives and who will go to Jackson, who will stand and say, no, this is right this is wrong. This is where we are headed. I'm talking about men and women who will stand for life, who will stand for liberty, and who will stand you know, for, for the pursuit of happiness. Uh, men and women who will push back against, against increasing you know, our taxes. Uh, men and women who will push back uh, and, and, and who will say we need to get rid of the state income tax. Uh, men and women who will push back against government um, against against the increase of government. Uh, we need men and women who will say we need smaller government, not more government for such a time as this. Let me ask you a question. Are you willing to stand in today's world for such a time as this? I'm thankful for the men and women who were willing to go to Iraq and put their life on the line in Afghanistan and put their life on the line in Vietnam and they put their life on the line and Omaha Beach, and they were willing to put their life on the line. The men and women who were willing to stand and say, for such a time as this, I'm willing to die for my country. I've been to Arlington many times, and I've walked the hills of Arlington on many occasions. My brother and I was there several years ago, and we watched as there was a funeral there. and We sat there and we listened as they did the gun salute as they played the instruments. As we sat there, a tear ran down my face, and Caleb and I were standing there, and a tear ran down my face. And I was so thankful that there was men and women who were willing to stand so I could be free. They were willing to stand for such a time as this. Today, I'm not asking you to die for your country. I'm asking you today to fight and to live and to stand for liberty and to stand for what we believe in as conservatives. Now, 
there might be a time, and there has been a time in our history, many times, many different occasions where men and women, they had to die for our country. And there will be times in the future, I am sure. And it might come to our shores, and, and, and we might have to die for our country. But today, we get to live for our country. We get to stand and fight for our children. And I'm asking you, will you join me? Will you stand and will you fight for your country? There's one of my, one of my favorite stories that I've read in history. It's about a man in it was the year 1917. His name was Martin Treptow. And he was a barber. He was 17 years old. He left the barber shop and he went to join the Rainbow Division in France. Uh, Martin Treptow was a man who would carry information back from one from one platoon to the next in battle, and he would he would run across fields in danger, and bullets would be going over his head, and he would be bringing you know uh, he would be bringing um, uh, notes and a back and forth to the leaders as they was fighting in the war there in War World One, and he was making his way um, carrying a message to one of the uh, platoons, and on his way he was shot and he was killed. The artillery fire finally got him, and he laid there. He was dead on the battlefield. And as his comrades and as his uh, as the other soldiers came in, as they picked him up, they found a diary on Martin Treptow's chest in his pocket. They pulled out the diary and they and they opened up the first page. And the heading it said, "My pledge." And here's what Martin Treptow said. He said, "America must win this war." Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended upon me alone. That was written in Martin Treptow's diary. And he was saying, I am willing to stand and fight for what I believe in. America must win this war. And he was willing to stand for such a time as this. I pray that I can keep the courage and that I can continue on with the courage of a Martin Treptow and that I can be willing to stand and I can be willing to say, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure, I will fight cheerfully as if as if this whole issue depended upon me and me alone. If I have to stand alone, I will stand. But thankfully, I don't have to stand alone. Thankfully, there are millions of Americans all over the nation who are willing to stand and do what's right for such a time as this. There are thousands of Mississippians all across Mississippi who are willing to stand for such a time as this. And I am thankful for that. I am thankful for men like Senator Chris McDaniel. I am thankful for women like Senator Melanie Sojourner. I am thankful for men who are willing to stand for what we believe. And I'm thankful for men like Representative Hopkins and Dana Criswell. And, and I'm thankful for, for others, uh, Senator Seymour, uh, who are willing to stand for what we believe in. We have some great men and women who are willing to fight for. Yes, we might not agree on every issue. We might not agree on every on everything, but they are willing to stand for life. And Mississippi did pass, you know, the bill banning abortion. 
and it was passed because there was some men and women there in, in Jackson, Mississippi, who were willing to say, you know what, abortion is wrong. You know, Joey Fillingane and Angela Hill and, and many others were willing to say, you know what, abortion is wrong and abortion should not be taking place. Thankful that the lieutenant governor at that time, Tate Reeves, was willing to was willing to say, no, abortion is wrong, and that Phil Bryant, the governor at the time, was willing to sign it in the law. I'm thankful that they were willing to stand. Yes, we might not agree on every issue, but we agree on that issue, and we agree on many other issues, but that issue is one of the most important, in my opinion. And I'm thankful for those who are willing to stand for such a time as this. 2023, the speculation is that Senator Chris McDaniel might run for lieutenant governor. I'm not sure if he will. I pray he does. But I will tell you this, if he does run for lieutenant governor, I will sacrifice. I will save. I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of him being elected to lieutenant governor depended solely upon me. And I realize that it doesn't depend solely upon me, but we will work as if it does. And if we can get Thousands of us around the state of Mississippi working like it does depend upon us. I'm telling you, we will win, and we will win in a landslide. There are others that are going to be running for office uh, here in, <coughs> excuse me, in Mississippi as a, as a conservative. I think about Alan Sibley. He's already announced his candidacy and his run for the state Senate. He's a dear friend, a good friend. I know he will do well. I know Alan Sibley. I know he's going to save. I know he's going to sacrifice. I know he's going to endure. I know that he's going to fight cheerfully. I know he's going to do all that he can to win that Senate seat, and I pray that he does. I'm just asking you again, will you join us in the fight? Many of you already have, and for that I am thankful. Because without you, we lose. With you, we win. Help isn't going to come from Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to send Jackson help. We need to send we need to send the conservatives of Mississippi help. And it's going to take people like me and you that are not elected. It's going to take us working together. It's going to take us fighting together. It's going to take us pushing together so we can win. And if we do that, we'll win. For such a time as this. Thank you for listening. I pray that you have a great day. If this podcast was helpful to you, I want to encourage you to share it. Share it with your neighbors. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Thank you. And God bless you. And God bless the great United States of America.